Lori, would you please stop traveling the world? What are you doing? What's happening? Uh, it's been a lot of... You know what? Yeah, Let me take it back. I'm taking it back. Lori never stopped traveling the world. Okay. I'm so jealous. <laughs> All right. Yes. If you would like to get in on my uh, romantic relationship, that is really the basis of... <laughs> I think I think it's a hard no for all three yeah. of us involved. Thruple, I think it's a hard no. Thruple yeah. travel in 2024. Right, right. Maybe that's going to be my new substack. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all you know. Thanks to the generosity of my boyfriend who likes to travel. So yeah, we went to Spain in November and we went to Mexico City just uh, over New Year's because uh, my friend Richard Hart, my co-author Richard Hart, got married yeah. and I went to his wedding which was no people nice. would know richard hart if they don't if they don't follow uh bread uh or uh, denmark yeah sure okay if you're if you're not following bread or denmark <laughs> you might know him from so richard hart a tv show oh right richard hart was right. shouted out on the bear episode the bear. one and i'm not sure if they mentioned his name on a, on i mean sorry season one I'm not sure if they mentioned his name on season two, but of course the character Lionel goes to Copenhagen and spends some time working in his Hart Bakery. Uh, Yeah, Richard Hart is a bread baker. He was head baker at Tartine for about six years, and then he opened up Hart Boggery in Copenhagen in 2018, and now he's working on opening something new in Mexico City. And also we wrote a book together title we're still fighting over the title yeah, so i don't know coming out? november 2024 like a week okay. a week after the election you know pro- oh, provided that our systems of commerce are still intact yeah. uh you can buy that book the uh the the week after election we got a lot of pre-orders coming up for you that's great yeah yeah. Uh, okay. So you'll let us know when we can pre-order yes. that. Did you have a good time yeah. in Mexico City? I had a great time in Mexico City. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll save some of the details for our later segment. But uh, I mm-hmm. ate some good stuff. I ate some bad stuff. Sure. Uh, I did not get sick, which um, you know, shocking, shocking to everyone because I could I have managed to get sick in you know lots of places, but didn't get sick in Mexico City. Very mm-hmm. pleased about that. Um, yeah. Well, to be fair, you'll get sick in Queens. Like that's well, not you're not sick at, just wherever you are, you might get sick yeah. there. No, I didn't get sick. So, Z Z Z. Uh, welcome to old people's bodies De- mm. deteriorating. <laughs> I got uh, I got my second shingle shot. Oh, great! A shingles vaccine. Fun. And it took me down for twenty hours, but I feel like that's so much better than getting shingles. Yeah, shingrix. Is that the Sure. I mean, we're not going to name brands oh. of pharmaceutical companies Sorry. that I may or may not work with. Right. I don't. I actually don't know if I work with Sorry. them. Sorry. Um, but no, we're not. We're, but we're no paid promo or unpaid promo. I'm constantly if, wanting <laughs> to make fun of the names of drugs because I have yeah, Hulu with ads, and which is mm. and all the ads are always like, I take. I'll just say the name of a drug and you can beep it out. Yeah, yeah. I take no, Otesla okay. or d- mm-hmm. does MS define me? No, it does not. Or uh, Absolutely not. I or Ozempic. Big Tarvi. That's my, that is my, it's like. Big Tarvi's a big one, isn't it? Big Tarvi really. If you're people. looking at a Bravo thing, if you're looking at a Peacock, Big Tarvi's you, all over You know it. all the side effects of Big Tarvi, which may, may. May or may not induce death. Uh, anyway, they, they might. Yeah, they might. T- TBD. Yeah, TBD. Uh, I want to ask uh, what's but going if on Bic with Tarvi- you. Wait, please, just Bic Tarvi folks. 
if you could reach out and sponsor us, we'd love that. Totally. We're happy to totally. get on board. Ozembic people, oh sure, sure. Yeah. Shingrix, ah, oh, come on. Let's get some of that. Over 50 crowd. Big pharma money. Um, Please. I will let's say, big pharma like, not all Bravo shows get the same Bictarvi money, though, because I was watching Ultimate Girls Trip last night, and their ads okay. were like, oof. It was rough. How, it was like... How uh, was the New York edition? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, 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 no, I can't remember the specifics, but I was just like, wow, these ads really... These are bad, like, like basic cable, uh, you know, public access style ads you gotta you gotta find your audience media buyers out there really have a hard time yeah finding finding an audience so thank thank god for the the girls trip how is the new york girls trip is it good i love it because i fucking hate kelly uh killoran ben simone she's the worst Mm. the worst just the worst human being why uh she's a terrible person she's just an absolute all of the housewives are lovely people how could she be terrible she's terrible and i think that they brought her on to reputation wash all the others who also are terrible people but they're much they're they're lovely in comparison to her so i think they were like let's get this bitch on just you know trigger her until she goes crazy and then we're all gonna look like you know, we're going to come out smelling like a rose. Even Ramona Singer. Anyway, this is not a Bravo podcast. Ramona is, not... is coming off okay? I think she must be deeply medicated. I don't know. She's, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Uh, all right. Let us bring on our guest, yeah. please. Um, please. She is an author. She is a cook. She has a newsletter. She has a fucking fantastic book she won a james beard award she is a force of nature yes (laughs) she has on a really cool outfit that is helping her stay warm on these winter days please welcome to the carb face stage iliana maisonette welcome hello hi thanks for having me (laughs) yay yay indeed any thoughts on mexico city any thoughts on um, Ramona Singer, any thoughts on Big Tart? I can't believe Ramona's still around, dude. Seriously, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you mean like living? Because she's she's well, I mean that years. too. But also, I'm surprised she's still <laughs> on that show. I know, I know. Well, she got she's like one of the OGs, pretty much. Yeah, she got yeah. put on pause, right? She got put on pause. She got slash fired. Yeah, I mean they re they totally cleared the New York cast and put in yeah. a whole new cast, but you know. She's got a lot of fame. I mean, she's such an asshole, and she's such she's so reliably like does shit where you're just like this bitch is crazy. And I think mm-hmm. you know, obviously that makes good television. Right? People so like they were though. like, yeah. So they were like, let's put all of these people together on the OG girls trip. She uh, she definitely took a note from someone because she seems to be trying very hard to show what a get along gal she is. There's, you know, there's no, she's not going to change. She still is like screaming and there's like a house guy that's, you know, handling all their needs. And she's still like, where's my underwear? You lost my bikini. <laughs> okay. I gotta watch. Yeah. I gotta watch. If somebody's screaming, where's my underwear? I'm on board. Like she's a monster inside and out, but she did take a note and she is trying. Um, so it's uh yeah ramona i'm i'm glad i'm glad that you are also do how iliana what's your sort of relationship with the with the bravo with the housewives do you watch them as a casual fan are you deep in um i mean i'm neither because i used to watch it of course because they came on so early in the beginning stages of like reality tv you know i mean to me the beginnings of reality reality tv is kind of like for me anyway 
It's like the OG cast of like the real world with like Puck, you know? Yeah, um, so good. Yeah, and uh, Pedro and stuff. So that's yeah. like my first taste of the real world because, you know, I'm up there in age. I'm not going to say what age I am. <laughs> Anyways, but, um, you know, like I like around like, I feel like maybe like 2000, like between 2005, 2008, like that's when we started seeing like that surge of reality shows, you know? Mm-hmm. And Housewives was just like kind of one of those first ones. So, I think we were like maybe it was like during the writer strike even so we had nothing else to fucking watch you know you were like what is this you know and uh, that's why I just remember it, New York Housewives is like the original one long before there was like any Atlanta or yeah or maybe Orange County was the first one I can't remember Orange County was the very first okay and then and then they did New York was the was the next one and then you know it's now it's. Yeah, and it's I don't know. On on. I haven't watched any of the other ones. Like I haven't watched Atlanta or I think there's like a Mexico City one too now. Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. I was not aware of that. I mean Salt um, Lake City is is you know, I've, oh, I've resisted yeah. it. I forgot about that one. Yeah, there's Potomac. As we're recording this, there was a big, big uh big explosive reveal. Um on Salt Lake. On on Salt Lake City. So I just watched the end of it so we knew what was happening. Yeah. That's Yikes. it. Talk about talk about Chicago theater, man. Those guys. There was some like there was a <laughs> extremely dramatic uh, reveals. A lot of lot of jaw, lot of tense jaw lines. A lot of wind. A lot of hair. A lot of wind. There yeah. was a lot of wind. Yeah. I don't think the shows get enough credit for how much wind they have. It's so tough to do sound. So tough to do sound yeah. and wind. Eliana, what what are you doing? What's today all about? You're hanging with us. Got anything good going on? Uh, nothing much, and it's actually nice. Isn't that great? Yeah, I, uh, it's nice to do nothing. I so seldomly get to do it. Excellent. Yeah, Lori, you're yeah. taking your son to get a vaccine. Yes, yes. I'm going to. I'm going to go induce vaccine injury in my child. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> do do. Uh, I'm making an Eric Kim recipe. It's in the oven right now. So which one of it? Get excited for that. It's the um, kimchi braised short ribs. Mm, okay, sounds good. So it's got to go for at least three hours, but I bet it's going to go more because I put in a lot of the meat was frozen. I'm like, I'm not defrosting this. It can defrost in the oven. It'll be fine. Mm. I do that all the time. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think we'll we'll eat around six six or seven o'clock tonight. Cool. Which is fine. That's fine. Is the recipe from his book or is it from his uh, Times column? It's from the book. Okay. Have you made anything else from Eric? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally have made stuff from Eric's stuff, from from his cookbook. In fact, if I can just make spam fried rice for my kids, they would be happy every single day and they'll gobble it all up. Mm, That's nice. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of cookbooks, I'll tell you what. uh, I... (laughs) my kids know you for the dessert that i tested for your cookbook you needed like a last minute like can somebody please just test this one more time like yeah sure absolutely (laughs) i will i absolutely will so the way you are known in our family as the woman who created uh the cream cheese roll-up cake uh-huh. that has cherries in it but i didn't have cherries so i put strawberries in yep. it and it was like so like they that is a craveable cake in our house and you are known specifically for that i, I hope that's okay i make that cake so many different ways you know and the funny thing is they have a strawberry version um there are two 
factories in Puerto Rico that make uh, the Brazo Gitano cake. And they have all kinds of different flavors. Like the OG flavor is like guava, you know, and then the guava and cream cheese. But they have like like a cherry, um, like a kind of like a dulce de leche type of flavor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lemon flavor. Uh, I mean, there are so many flavors. I can't even think of all of them. I think they Can you describe the cake for everybody? Because it's so beautiful. Brazo Quintano is like, it's basically like an American uh, jelly roll cake, you know? Yeah. The yeah. batter is like made with by like, you know, whipping eggs and the whites separately and then folding the whites in. But I've also seen some people not do that step and just mix the whole damn thing all together. Um, and then, you know, okay, you, okay. you roll it out on a sheet tray, you bake it, you roll it, you let it sit, you make the filling, whatever filling you prefer. I mm-hmm. prefer like a cream cheese filling, you know, filled in with like a type of fruit. I, my usual go-to is like cherry because it's so hard for me to figure out. I always go crazy during cherry season because I go yeah. and pick it myself. So I always get way too much. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with all these cherries? You know, so that's always my go-to because it's just like a simple, easy way to figure out what to do with the surplus of cherries I get. I mix, you know, make the filling. I unroll it. I fill it. I roll it back up. I slice it. Yeah. yeah a little refrigeration time in there to help let it set for me. Yep. And it's like my kids, especially my daughters, would just sit there and just cut off huge chunks of that cake yep. and just sit there and eat it. And so I love that recipe so very much. Mm, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> should we uh, start our our rounds, our, our two topics, best thing you've eaten recently and worst thing you've eaten recently? Now we're coming off the holidays, and so I'm guessing that we all have a lot of Hopefully a lot in the best, maybe not too many in the worst, but I got a, I got a list for both. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. But yeah, let's, yeah I, let's get into it. All right. Let's absolutely do it. All right. Should we, what should we do best? Uh, best or what should we do first? Best, worst, worst, best? Worst. Liliana, what do you want to worst. do? Worst. Okay. Right. All right. Can I go first? Yes. Go first. <laughs> yeah. Is that rude? Yeah, you can. Is that rude? <laughs> uh, so as I said earlier, I was in Mexico City over New Year's uh, for my friend's wedding. And uh, we did not really fail. We, 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 we did not really fail. We failed to adequately plan New Year's Eve. And uh, we had you know two guidebooks. Oh, yeah, We'd yeah, been yeah. there before. I you know I spent a lot of time thinking about what to eat and where to go, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but we did not really inquire with anyone as to like what happens on New Year's Eve, what happens on New Year's Day. Kind of mm. just made some assumptions based on the way things are in New York. You know, Mexico City, huge city. You know, obviously there's going to be tons of stuff going on on New Year's Eve. Uh, Very religious city. So, yeah. Eliana's like shaking her head. Yeah. Like, Absolutely <laughs> like not. Like no, no, no. Dumbass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Place fucking shuts down. I mean, so not entirely, but what we totally failed to remember or realize is that uh, people spend New Year's Eve with their families. And, mm. uh, you know, businesses close so that people can go home and be with their families. There were restaurants open, but it was like you had to have booked a month in, uh, in advance. And it was, you know, bottle of champagne, tasting menu, you know, nothing that I wanted to be involved with anyway, even if we could have gotten in, which I don't think we could have. We didn't try. But walking by the few restaurants that were open, it was like a dress up affair that I was not not into. And I was like, well, they'll, you know, there'll be tacos like people like to drink, whatever, eat tacos. 
taco places started shutting down at like two in the afternoon. Uh, we went out. We just we again we were sort of just stupid about it, and we like watched a movie in the hotel. And then nine o'clock, we're like, let's go out and get some tacos. It was like a fucking ghost town. Uh, literally, the only places that we could procure food for ourselves were the Circle K and the Seven Eleven. <laughs> And yeah, so what we else were like, do you want? We were like, let's. All right, Circle K is close to the hotel. Let's. I think the Seven Eleven is going to be have a slightly better range of options. Um, oh, so can we take bets beforehand? Yeah. Ileana, what did she get? What do you think she got? Fast food. Yeah, can we get more specific? Like, are we talking like the taquitos on rollers? Are we talking a uh, uh, hot dog? What's what's happening? Oh no, no, I'm talking about American fast food. I'm not talking oh, about American fast food. I'm not talking about good fast food like the hot dog garitos that are outside that roll the bacon. No, we're not talking. Yeah. About, I'm talking about really, really shitty, horrible, not even good American fast food. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm voting for bad pizza. Okay. Okay. So okay. There's no such thing as bad pizza. <laughs> Well, all right. I'll tell you what. 7-Eleven was sold out of all of their hot food. (laughs) Mm. And there was not, in the neighborhood that we were in, there was not a fast food place to be found. Uh, Damn it. So what we, you know, we're looking at, like, there were a couple of things where it was like, well, if we had access to a microwave, we could get this upsetting pizza or whatever but like there was no microwave in this store and there's no microwave in our hotel so we we're like well that's you know I don't know. cold pizza seems you know cold uncooked pizza seems problematic that's tough. Yeah, that's <laughs> so we ended up with the with the fucking sandwiches with the grab and go sandwiches so i had it was literally called like mine was like americano basic and it was um <laughs> It was, uh, you know, white sandwich bread, a uh, slice of uh, – they used like 17 words to, to let you know how, how much this was actually not cheese. It was like pasteurized, fake, you know, like a lot of, sure. lot of words to be like, you're not – this. no dairy. There's no, there's no rennet. This is just a – this is a, a mirage of cheese. And then um, – what I thought was ham and what looked like ham in the store turned out to be turkey ham, which again, it's like, how many, how many times has this been made into pink slime molded and then once again, shredded, steamed and made into a different pink slime. So (laughs) delicious, delicious sandwich. We did, we did get a bag of chips. And so I put uh, chips in my sandwich, which made it marginally better. Um, And my boyfriend got the same thing only. And I think this is, this is where the problem came in. Uh, if you can call it that, it, it was a problem. He got the same sandwich, only instead of the American cheese, his had cream cheese on it. And when I say I have never seen him sicker <laughs> the next day, oh, no. he was, like, incapable of getting out of bed, like, VVV sick. Like, had took most of the entire package of Trada, which is like a magical Mexican emodium plus antibiotics. Like, you know, the shit that you can't get over the counter in the States, but you can get it in the grocery store. In Mexico City, uh, so yeah, that, I'd say that was probably the that was the low bite of my uh, of my holiday eating was the Seven Eleven. I gotta say though, I was like, I would rather be eating a Seven Eleven sandwich in the hotel room than sitting in one of these stupid restaurants having a you know a prefix with a bottle of champagne yeah. and the music is too loud and I just want to be prone and I'm sitting in a chair. You know what I mean? That's mm. 
That's, yeah. So uh, word to the wise, if you're going to go to Mexico City or probably many other places in the world. I think anywhere. Uh, figure yeah. out what the deal is for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day when also like many things were closed uh, the next day until at least like five or six in the afternoon. So uh, I look at it as sort of hangover solidarity for, you know, family solidarity and then also hangover solidarity. And like that's not my, you know, I had no family in Mexico City and I did not have a hangover, but I, I, I appreciate that this is a, this is a culture and a society that that cares more about the needs of its people than the needs of its uh, visitors with their petrodollars. <laughs> it's not a thing. Visitors with their with their money. Yeah. All right. Somebody else Sorry. go. Well, okay, let's just you just laid on a lot, and so let us <laughs> let us decompress from that story. Okay. All right. You, All right. You seem a little. I know, and now I'm not okay. even sure that the worst thing that I've had is even worse than that. Now it's like okay. <laughs> like yeah, I don't think bodily harm is. I don't. I can't match that. Sure. I and, can't match that. You know, it's, at all. It's possible but, it was something else. You know, but. And I don't know your boyfriend, but can I just say, it's shocking to me that you didn't get sick. Me. Like that is right. Unbelievable. Right. And I don't know if that's a personal growth thing. <laughs> I don't know if it's you making better choices in life I don't know or that. worse choices in life. Yeah. Roll of the dice. But I do I think, think. We, we need to acknowledge it. Like, sure. well done. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks. You know. Because when you post, I think you posted that, whatever, <laughs> Trada, acid, yeah. antibiotic. Yeah. yeah. You posted it and I said consistency is key in yeah. response on Instagram. Because, of course, I thought it was for you. I yeah. absolutely well, thought it was Well, I wasn't even, you. no, I literally got off the plane and was like, I feel fine. I'm going to buy Trada because I know at some point someone is going to be having that's incredible. the shits. Just, <laughs> that's huge. But I'm I so assumed it would you. be me. And as it turned out, it was not. Anyway. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. surprise. <laughs> Eliana, do you want to go next? Or do you have any other reactions to Lori? Uh, I, I don't want to put the worst thing I've had because now it doesn't even sound that bad. Now it sounds like That's fine. That's fine. Let her show about. Let her show about. A bourgeois complainer. I don't want to do that. Please. Yeah, no, get into it because mine is, mine is so... Um, assholey like i'm gonna make you look like a golden god so go i the only the worst thing i had was a 27 dollar salmon salad in sausalito <laughs> wow was it why was it bad because it was 27 dollars. that's why yeah, yeah, bad. yeah, yeah for, sure. for like 90 percent romaine lettuce and 10 percent non-local you know salmon it's not even like it wasn't even our california salmon because our season did not open this year uh yeah so it wasn't even like, you know, that good, like, fatty California King salmon shit that I absolutely adore, which I know is cliche because everybody loves salmon. It was like, you know, that that Alaskan chum salmon, you know? <laughs> wow. Chum salmon. Right there on the label. I was like, there's, you know, it has like absolutely no fat in it. It refuses, like, you know, to turn any other color than, like, you know, whatever the color it is. You just open the box. You're like, oh, you know, it's kind of like it's, it's almost like the gods are punishing me for trying to be healthy. You know, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, you don't want fish and chips today? Okay, we got something for your ass. Here it is. You open the box and you're like, what? 
Like, why? Why? Why is this $27? Yeah. Why is this $30? Why? At this point, you're just taking the piss. Like, mm. and you can't complain because everyone's like, you know, oh, well, you know, if the labor force, oh, well, you know, COVID, oh, well, you know, da 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 da. It's like, like okay that's fine and then on top of that it's like it, there's nothing special about it like literally nothing it uh, minus the lemon wedge they gave you like there is nothing <laughs> special about this you know jarred you know broadliner jar you know cup of caesar salad dressing that they're giving you it's not like it's homemade you know they're using anchovies from like the local waters or anything it's just come on dude like mm-hmm. i don't know it is really kind of piss me off and you know you're eating it it's kind of like you're like i don't know like it's like the whatever the hate eating version of hate sex is you're like (laughs) (laughs) and you're getting absolutely no enjoyment from it you know you're just like i paid for this shit i'm gonna like fucking eat it and i guess that's just gonna be that i don't know does it make you want to not go to that place anymore that you got? Like, Absolutely. Was it a... And when I told yeah. people where the location was, they're like, well, you know, that's Sausalito. That's rich people. money." But it's like, you know, I don't know. I just don't. To me, there is no where that's where rich people go. Like, so what? Like you guys are. Okay. So that means that but the price doesn't really resemble the quality of the food it's more about nobody no riffraff is coming to this place because they're not going to pay the 27 dollars for a salmon salad yeah you know what i'm saying now it just becomes about something else rather than the quality and the quantity of food yeah class warfare I, I really yeah i really get upset when i have to when i'm forced into that situation where it's like i i don't have other choices i okay this is the choice i've made here we are right Right, so here we are. Could this please be good? <laughs> Could this please be worth the money that I now have to pay because of the choices that I've made? And yeah, when you end up with mostly romaine. Yes, and on top of that, though, it's not, you know, people are like, well, it's fish. Okay, well, then why also is the fucking Arnold Palmer like $7? Fair. Like, it's fucking Fair. tea and fucking limited. Both that are made with fucking water. <laughs> In one size cup, because there are no other sizes, they only have this one size, of course. This one size plastic cup with a paper straw. Oh. It's like just make straw. both make both of them fucking paper. Like the plastic and the paper. Uh, the irony in the juxtaposition <laughs> is not left on me, okay? I assure you it's the same thing. The seven dollar Arnold Palmer is literally the same thing as the twenty seven dollar seven. There are no <laughs> fish in Arnold Palmer. <laughs> I mean, for, you know, for better or worse. And it did not taste good. Ugh, so frustrating. Besides the price, it did not taste good. The fish was dry. Mm. It was ashy looking. For those who don't know what ashy looking is, it's when you don't put lotion on and your skin is cracked and it looks gray. <laughs> That's what ashy is. Uh. And it had, like, those streaks of, like, white albumin, you know? It's like... Okay. Awesome. Oh. This sure is satisfying <laughs> for a whopping 40 bucks. So you'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll be back. Fuck this place. Fuck this fucking place. In my next life, as a seagull, when I fly by and shit on that place. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hold you to that. 
Yes, please. Yeah, give us updates, please. All right, I'm gonna go. I got. I've got a repeat. Uh-oh. Oh Lord. Thekitchen.com. Oh, you got a bad recipe from thekitchen.com. That okay. So I want to be missing really clear. E? Is that the pro- the problem? Is the yeah, missing yeah, yeah, e? yes, yes. It has a missing e, and I like the kitchen people, though I am told they should be paying their writers more. Okay. Uh, but I I like the kitchen. Which publication generally. isn't paying their writers more anyway? Well, that's yeah. fair. Okay, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So thekitchen.com. Yeah. I got to tell you, I don't know that it's the recipe. Moves the ingredient choice. You know when you should be using an Asian style noodle, like a Chinese noodle, Korean noodle, like something very specific. Yeah. But because it gets Americanized, and they're like, you can put spaghetti in it. Mm. And I got to tell you. A mouthful of garlic noodles made out of spaghetti. Yeah, not good. That's why I made for dinner last night. My wife, my so we we trade off, and I did the cooking last night. She did the meal planning. Fine, great, and we don't debate it because we've been married for so many years. That's just like we're over debating and negotiating everything. It's just like if she puts it on, that's what we're doing. Don't fight it. And if I put it on, she's like, "Yeah, great, done." We know that it may not be our favorite thing. She she devoured it. She absolutely loved it. And I took one bite, and she looked at me, and she goes, no. And I go, no. <laughs> like, no. A so mouthful like- of just spaghetti. I, I did look like a mouthful, a, a guy with a mouthful of spaghetti. In fact, if you look at our logo uh, for Carb Face, that's pretty much what I look like. Did you spit was- it out? Did you just let it fall out of your mouth no, and I- into your beard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say yes, I did. I just let each piece just drop out of my mouth. Yeah. Uh, the flavor was great. I got to say, good good job on the garlic noodles recipe overall. I really liked that. But please don't tell me I can substitute spaghetti yeah. when I should be using a pretty specific noodle. Like a rice noodle of some kind, maybe? Or even just like a... rice noodle. I need like a Korean wheat noodle. Yeah. And I don't know all the names, but I had some. And I kind of hinted at my wife. I'm like, oh, could I use a Korean... Uh, wheat noodle in this, or do you want spaghetti? She's like spaghetti, like absolutely, that's what she wants. So really, the say. complaint is you're complaining about your wife. I think I'm complaining about my marriage. <laughs> is that okay? <laughs> is this dear sugars? <laughs> dear is, sugar. Is Dear Perel going to come my, on? <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? Now we begin, or shall we begin? Said, Whatever it is. Begin? I don't know. Should we begin? I can't. Let's begin. I cannot. I, I, yeah, it's too... I can't listen to therapy. It's so cringe. I love couples therapy, the show. Although I actually... Maybe I don't love it. I love it in a way that if, you know, like when you are um, like like sticking your finger in a light socket. <laughs> yeah. Like throwing yourself down the hurt. stairs for pleasure. <laughs> Is that something people do? Sliding your head into like a doorway. Way. Yeah, I love that. That's yeah. really, really good. Stepping in front of traffic. It's really good. Yeah, maybe I am. Maybe I should. Uh... No, I think it's fine just bringing on the podcast <laughs> yeah. and not address it with my wife. I think that's fine. We... Do you think that you can really tell the difference between if they were to put in a bowl of bear spaghetti and a bowl yeah. of bear like a chow mein noodle, or if you're on the East Coast, yeah, a, yeah, a lo mein yeah. noodle. Got to have a lo mein. Do you think that you would honestly be able to tell the difference between the two? Yes. How? Absolutely. Absolutely. How? There is a hard chew 
to and I let's just let's name brands a, a Barilla spaghetti a Barilla or what, however I'm supposed to say a Barilla, Barilla. Barilla. like there is a there is a hard chew to that that is unforgiving. There's nothing nice about biting into that noodle. Not a goddamn thing that's nice about I, biting into that noodle. I, I think maybe you're not cooking your spaghetti long enough. Fuck you, Lori. <laughs> I mean, I, like, I, I, I am absolutely, I am, no, it's specifically, now, listen, you two, here we go, it's on, I know how to fucking cook my spaghetti, and it said, cook until tender, not al dente, in parentheses, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I got that, I got it, I did it, a mouthful of of that much spaghetti, that much chew, and just a little bit of butter and a shit ton of garlic, that is a vile texture. That is awful. That's terrible. No, <laughs> I will not accept your silence. <laughs> I do not accept your silence. I reject it and I will fill it up. Yeah. <laughs> that a mouthful of just noodles... Of just honestly, of just there's nothing I like Barilla more in spaghetti? Life than fucking spaghetti, butter, no. and garlic. What are you talking oh. about? That's like no. Gonna... The reason it's why I ask is because I'm not like a huge pasta person. I'm much more yeah. of a rice person. Like my partner can eat pasta every day, but he doesn't really like rice that much. I okay. cannot. I can literally go years without eating pasta. Be totally fine. However. Yeah. I can tell the difference between spaghetti and the noodles they use for chow mein because I love the noodles that they use for chow mein. Yes. I feel like it has a much more, uh, for some reason, I I know this probably isn't the right way to describe spaghetti noodles, but I just find most of them type kind of slimy. Okay. Um, okay. Even if, you know, even without the sauce, even with sauce, like, I just find them very kind of, ugh, I don't know. That's just, that's me. I can't really think of another word to describe it, really. Uh, but I find that the chow mein noodles have more of like a grippy texture. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what yes. I mean? Mm-hmm. But I do yeah. find that they do have a chew to them that I enjoy. Might I say it's a fun chew? Yes, like it's a chew. It's an that, enjoyable it's a chew. Springy chew. Yes. Yeah, there's a really nice toothsomeness to it. Where I'm like, I'm into. It's this. very springy. It's springing all yes. over the place. It's a springy noodle. It's bouncing. A barilla it's in a is just like rolling on the beach, like in the '90s with blonde hair. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You want to like just bite into it. Very Yasmin bleeds bouncing around. I love it. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it is your you know what saving, that's exactly what it lives. is it's pamela anderson and, at her peak bouncing around we're watching we love it spaghetti uh, i don't know i just maybe because i didn't really grow i mean anyone, i feel like anyone who grows up in the states grows up on spaghetti because you know it's kind of um it's it's so easy it's, it's, it's so it's easy cheap and easy right 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 absolutely but you know like in our family it was kind of like you're making my mom and my grandmother making one big ass pot of spaghetti. You're eating that shit for like seven days. Like, what's for breakfast? Yeah. Spaghetti. What's for lunch? Spaghetti. spaghetti. What's for dinner? Oh, you can guess it. Spaghetti. <laughs> Noodles broken down. No one gives a shit. Spaghetti. You're eating this until that pot is gone. Okay, but I, I don't think it's my 
like I'm burnt out on it because of that. I just don't find pasta to be enjoyable for like the results, you know? I'm just like, okay, like, I don't know. I'm with you. I'm in fact I appreciate you agreeing with me so much, even though you didn't. I really appreciate the uh sideways support. I think that sauce, that garlic sauce was awesome. It was a shit ton of garlic, it oyster sauce, mm. um, fish sauce, and uh soy. Mm. So it was great. Is there any fat and a, shit, any... And a lot of butter? Oh, yeah, oh, a lot, oh, a lot butter. of butter. Uh-huh. A lot of butter. Mm. A lot of butter, a lot of garlic. I, it was all Yum. about the pasta. So nothing wrong with that recipe, except please do not tell me. Yeah. It's fine to put spaghetti in when we all know a bouncy noodle is going to be better. Would you make it again with a different noodle? 100%. Okay. 100%. And should I have used a different pasta brand? Yeah, I should have. Is this on me? Yes. Is this my fault? Of course. Yeah. Yes, it is. No. Do I know how to fucking cook my pasta? Yes, I fucking know how to cook. Yes, I do. I also know how to follow a recipe. Follow the recipe. Great sauce. Don't tell me I can put spaghetti in there. Oh, boy. Okay, but you just said, though, it might be the brand. So not necessarily spaghetti. You're kind of specific on the brand of spaghetti. Listen. Yeah. What if you used a Checo? Would it be different? I may, maybe, but I think spaghetti. I think that's too much. Like it's too much. It's too. It's too yeah, dense. It's not the like, right. No, it's not the right. It thing. wasn't the right chewing. Yeah. You did a fucking bouncy noodle. Oh, boy. All right. Things are getting heated. So <clears throat> that was tough, was but I tough really appreciate that. I w- was able to get sideways support from one of you. <laughs> yeah, trust. <laughs> I appreciate verify. that you're calling you know a specific brand of spaghetti the flat-chested noodle of the world. I love it. We would still take their it's... advertising dollars in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. But really, you notice really I'm not saying the name like he stated because <laughs> I'm keeping my options open for the future. That's true. Yeah, yes. no, yeah. Ileana yes. did not say the name of a brand. No. She did not engage in that. Lori absolutely did not. This is all on me. I... I'm happy to bleep it out i will tell you do we think we're gonna get barilla dollars <laughs> no no but i will okay. say like i you know i used to be a DiCecco only snob and then i got divorced and had to suddenly give yeah. a shit about um you know money in a different way uh and uh i always buy barilla now because it's like a dollar cheaper in my grocery yeah. store. Oh, like a dollar a box for spaghetti. Yeah. Like, I can't be mad if at it. If DiCecco has a special, I will buy the shit out of it and stock it up. Yeah. But it's extremely rare, especially lately. So I've I've learned, I've had to learn to love Barilla because it's... I literally can't tell the difference between the two. Huh. My husband prefers DiCecco. He does not like Barilla. He comes from like an old San Francisco Italian family. They're, he's oh, very specific yeah, about nice. that. Yeah, yeah, so he's yeah. like, I don't like, I don't like. Uh, it's too whatever the word he's gritty, uh, grainy, break a party. I don't know what the fuck he is. Hmm. Anyway, hmm. he loves the Checo. I honestly can't tell the damn difference. I would freaking buy store brand pasta and be like, fine. Yeah, I can't tell. The I like your partner. Your partner sounds great. <laughs> he sounds really wonderful. I can't tell the difference, honestly. <laughs> I think your partner knows what's going on. I He's can tell the super. difference when it comes to rice. Mm. Oh, can you? Oh, yeah. Like, because, you know, yeah. I grew up on Mahatma, but now that I look at yeah. Mahatma 
as opposed to like a local brand that I get from, you know, that's like harvested and grown like a couple of miles away from where I grew up. You can tell before it's even cooked just by looking at the rice. You know, you're like, holy shit, okay. Like, Mahatma looks like basically broken rice, kind of, mm. you know, okay. without being well, broken rice. I grew up on rice, or no, minute rice, so truly. Yeah. yeah. And any any real rice is magical to me. We never ate minute rice. All right. I grew up on instant mashed potatoes. We didn't do instant mashed potatoes. Me? Did you do instant mashed potatoes? You did, Lori. Didn't uh, you? I we grew up with uh, real potatoes, but my parents became an instant mashed potato family in the last it's like twenty years, and now my dad continues to prefer the instant mashed potatoes. And I, <laughs> you know, I I see them for what they are. I think they yeah. they they fill a need. They're certainly faster, and they're also they are a good thickener uh in different recipes um you know i i I throw a mesh i throw a potato in the water or the microwave i put it through the ricer and it's done but you know i'm making mashed potatoes for like one and a half people so it's a different Mm -hmm. you know can i can i talk about my marriage again is that (laughs) all right please do all right so we 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 have more pasta than rice but we use a lot of rice in our house uh and more and more every year. So that's great. My wife bought a... I like to make it on the stove. Mm-hmm. Rice. Rice. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Whoopee. Yeah, I like to <laughs> fuck on the stove. I love to fuck on the stove. It's my favorite thing. It's so comfortable. <laughs> I get all the best positions on the stove. Salt burn really, too. Okay. I can really, can really work my magic on yeah. the stove. Yeah. Okay, so I like to make rice on the stove. My wife likes to make it in a rice cooker. Mm-hmm. She got an inexpensive rice cooker. Mm-hmm. I think it dries out the rice. It does. Does a nicer, thank you. First of all, thank you, Ileana. Thank you. It makes it a totally have, different texture. It's it's it it got moist and then sucks some moisture right back out. Like it's it's wild. It's somehow both dry but also clumpy. <laughs> hmm. it, it's what it's like I'm somehow sorry? dry but also kind of clumpy. Yeah, yes. It doesn't have that fluffy texture. Clearly, I'm a texture person. So I nicely and I knew she was going to say no but I nicely suggest I said you know I would really like to get you one of those really cool uh, Japanese rice cookers or Korean rice cookers I'm not sure which brand and she just goes no (laughs) (laughs) do I do I continue to push on this or do I let it go do you have like do we think you have an instant pot yeah I got an instant pot all the time all right, all right. Ileana, what your suggestion? Just go buy the damn thing and just bring it home. Oh, look at you. Oh, my God. Yes. Wow. Like, ta-da, there it is. Yeah. Or just say, just stop pretending that it's for her and just be like, I bought this for myself. Like, don't. Oh, that's interesting. You know, because. That's really interesting. Yeah. To combine those two and say, I'm not, this isn't for you. Yeah. This, your birthday is <laughs> coming up. Just be like, I bought myself a birthday gift. If you would yeah, like to you. use it, sign up on the sign up sheet and we'll see if we can fit you. <laughs> I'm in on pod one. <laughs> I like the idea of a sign up sheet for the rice cooker. Yeah. Yeah, and then you just like fill in a bunch of fake names. 
Yeah. <laughs> give your dog a bunch of chances to use sure, her opposable thumbs in the rice cooker <laughs> business. She's sleeping. She's sleeping at my feet now. Yeah, I don't own a rice cooker. I also don't own a microwave. Uh, yeah. I always make my rice on the stove. That's just how I was taught. So it's kind of really the only way I know how. Yeah. Um, I think that we used to have, my mom might have had a rice cooker um, maybe like in the late 90s, you know, because she worked a lot, you know. Uh, but I I don't think she ever used it. I don't know if I used it or not. She might not use it because my mom really didn't cook. I mean, she already didn't really do much. Uh, she did like short-term shortcut cooking when I was a kid, you know, kind of like what? Yeah. Just yeah. to get me fed, you know, she cooked a, a lot because she had to. It was all like a bunch of shortcut type of stuff. And then once I got to be like 14, it was like a fast plug pulled. She's like, yep, that's over because she just worked so much. She's at work all the time. That makes sense. So I remember we had a rice cooker. I just don't remember either one of us using it. Though. You didn't use it. She didn't use it. If yeah. She did. If she did, you don't remember. Lori, how do you make rice? Uh, I either put it, I do it on the stovetop in a pot, or mm-hmm. if I'm really in a hurry, uh, I will do it in the Instant Pot. I'm not sure that it actually saves that much time. The other day I did it in the Instant Pot because I was simultaneously poaching chicken. Uh, because my little cat had diarrhea and I wanted to make him oh. some... Spe- Everybody had diarrhea except me this Christmas. <laughs> uh, truly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think this is an excellent round of bad. Let's get to our good. Bad. Lori, what have you got for good? Good. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to come in hot and uh, with a pasta and say that um, oh. yeah. uh, wow. I know this is an anti-pasta crowd, but uh, I'm going to throw a pasta. Come, I have. You know what? I, okay. Uh, I have I have a list of several things. Uh, I'll just quickly say there's also uh, there's a taco. There's a tlayuda. Uh, there's a, there's a fucking prime rib from Christmas that I killed, uh, in a good way. I did it really well. Mm -hmm. I just followed the stupid serious eats reverse sear or whatever, and didn't overcook it. Like I, you know, have done many previous years. Uh, there's also a sweet called forget about it, which is just rice crispy treats covered with dulce de leche and chocolate and sea salt. So make it, you can make it. That's it. I gave you the whole recipe. Anyway, the thing that's top of my list that I'll give a little detail about is uh, there's a restaurant in Brooklyn on Flatbush Avenue called Fausto, and it's been there for a couple of years, I think. Uh, I walk past it. Every time I go to the dentist, even though I live in Queens, I go to the dentist in Brooklyn. I don't know. It's just a, just a fucking fantastic dental practice. Um, uh, <laughs> every time I go to the Every time I go to the Sure. Sure. Yeah, it is. Sure. I love them. Fucking I have love spent that dentist. So much money. Fucking there. love them. Uh, <laughs> Melissa Clark also goes to that dentist. Oh, she's going to come up soon. Yeah. And mine. Keep okay. Going. So uh, every time I walk past this restaurant, I'm like, what is this bullshit restaurant? Like, I, I, I hate it on site. I will tell you why. They, they have a stupid font. They're the, the <laughs> name of the restaurant and everything that yeah, I can see. It's just a dumb font. And it's I'm all papyrus. Just like, is it papyrus? I don't know what it is, but I'm just, it, you know what it looks like is like, you know, from the, I guess the nineties, like sort of the dot matrix, you know, like in school you'd get yeah. the, the pay, whatever. Like there was one, there used to be like one font, right? And sometimes you still see it on awnings and stuff. Like it's just, it's that nineties, like, like computers are new, right? So it's that font. 
And I'm like, what is wrong with these people? Their food can't be any good if that's this is what they're doing with their font. So, you know, fuck them. Uh, so then a couple weeks ago, my boyfriend was like, well, we're going to go out to dinner with, you know, my friends. And, you know, they have a daughter and she's friends with my daughter. And so we're all going to go. And I was like, oh. he, told me, he told me where we were going. And I was like, you know, I don't know. I really... I fucking hate that font. I, I was like, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I was a little bit on the fence. And then I'm like, oh, grow up. All right, fine. I'll go, you know, I'll go to this restaurant. I'll give them a chance and, you know, whatever. Restaurant was fucking great. It was so good. It was, uh, it was this great, warm, lovely Italian restaurant. They gave us a great table in the front. It wasn't too loud. And I had this dish called pacchetti with sausage, beans, and escarole. And it was... Um, oh, yeah. I don't even remember what the shape of the the pasta is now. P a c c h e r i, Italian, you know, whatever Italianophiles like. Don't I don't care. Don't tell me what pacchetti is. I'll look it up anyway. It was. Uh, don't tell her if she's I saying it I think it was wrong, a short don't, noodle. Don't. Maybe I don't know. It was deli- the whole dish was delicious. It was perfect. So it was not Barilla. No, no. I think it might have been like. Oh, okay. It, it oh, might have okay. been an imported oh, okay. dried, or it might have been house made. But I think it was imported wow. dried because it didn't. I think house it's fresh pasta to me is, is often too soft. Like I, I like it in a. I like a stuffed. Yeah, yeah. You know, ravioli that's fresh made, obviously, yeah. but like for a, you know, I don't need fresh spaghetti. Like, go get the fuck out of here with wow. that. Um, wow. That's my personal feelings. Anyway, I had a great, and I got over, I got over my feelings about the font. Um, I mean, I still think it's a terrible font. I brought the matchbook home, and I'm, every time I see it in my like key dish, I'm like, <laughs> you should really bring this to their attention. I feel like, <laughs> yeah. like you know, can you guys make, change? You know what's stopping you from being really popular? <laughs> yeah. The fucking font. Yes, yeah, like. And, you know, I am not, like, I don't know shit about design. I am not someone who can, like, you know, I can't, like, I'm, I have a document that I'm working on that I have to put photos in, and I'm like, I need to pay a young person to do this. Like, I do not know anything <laughs> about anything. <laughs> but I know when I don't like something, and I don't like their font. Anyway, great restaurant, Fausto, lovely service, uh, great pasta. Lori, I'm going to insist that you go get the matchbook. And, okay. And I need to see the spot. Show it to okay. us and then post it when we you post the You probably won't hate it as much as I do. Hold on. I, I need to see the font. I really feel like she's giving the font like it's some injustice. I need to see the spot. Well, I think the font hurt her. <laughs> show me where the right? bad font touched you. <laughs> where did the font touch you, Lori? Okay. Can you see it? Okay, that's oh, not as bad I as you that. made it sound. I know. I know. It looks worse on the on the uh, awning. This... It's like an impact, but font. It's a hipster font. I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. It looks I... to me like the night the the school office is like congratulations to the honor roll or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Which is what a hipster would do. They're from the so. generation of participation awards. That's true. That's true. Fucking kickball leagues and shit. It's so annoying. All right, but Fausto, Fausto go there. Yeah, it's great. Sorry to listeners, impugn your listeners, font. Listeners, gotta say, I was not offended by the font, but Lori was. <laughs> and so that's we're gonna honor her feelings. Okay, but I'm gonna say your make feelings your own are decision. valid. <laughs> make your own decisions. Yeah. Bad, bad font, decision. good pasta. That sounds like a great pasta. It sounds really comfortable. That should be their motto, right outside the window. Bad font, good pasta. Bad font, good pasta. <laughs> Get on it, Eliana. What have, what have you got that was good? Uh, I actually got two things oh, wow. that I, I really need to talk about. Okay. So the one thing is, is relatively can be described very quickly. I had like a really good uh, mole. Um, there's a place in Sacramento 
that my mom and I used to go to all the time, but then they closed uh, their you know indoor dining for COVID, of course. And they just reopened for indoor dining. And I was so excited that I took my mom there and we ate inside. And the family, it's called Yolanda's Tamales. So it's basically, they're known for their tamales, right? Yeah. They're like the best tamales I've ever had, seriously. Like the masa is so light. They must literally whip the shit out of it with a ton of manteca. They have to. That has to be the answer. It's so light and fluffy. It's just, it's crazy. But, um, you know, family's from Michoacan. So the mole is like... It's sweet, which I don't really prefer a sweet mole, but just when you're kind of like, you're like, oh, like I can't eat this anymore. It's so sweet. Like I just, I can't take this. That heat really kind of kicks in, you know, and it just gets, for me, it gets crazy spicy. For them, they're like, oh, we didn't really think that we did it that spicy this time. Oh, I can assure you, you did. <laughs> okay. And so it becomes like this, you don't, once the spice kicks in, you kind of like don't even like, taste or remember the sweetness you know yes. it just kind of like bounces out it's so good and they don't do it all the time they only do it like whenever they're in a mood every once in a while but whenever i see them post we have mullet on instagram i just run over there i'm like yes You're i need the mullet um the other thing that i had that was it's really good it's like such not a big deal too like i always look at photos of sandwiches and i'm like who cares why are you guys making such a big deal for fucking sandwiches? Like, whatever. But I go to this place. It's in Stockton, California, which, of course, there's really not anything else in Stockton, California. Um, it's at this bakery called Genova. It's been there for, like, 100-plus years. And they make sandwiches, like, you know, old-fashioned, like, Italian sandwiches. Mm. And they make all their bread in-house. And I got, I usually, I kind of mix it up once in a while, you know, but I usually get, like, you go to the counter, you pick up a pad of paper and a pen, and you have to, like, you know, fill out the little sheet, you know? I always do, like, salami and, like, roast beef or salami and turkey, and then you put all your stuff, like, shredded lettuce, red onion, the type of cheese, like, cheddar, provolone, light on the mayo, heavy on the mustard, they, yeah. you know, pickles are optional. Yes. Got to have pickles on a sandwich. That's just, that's a fact. Yes. You got to have pickles. And, you know, you put in your order, you give it to them. And it's always so busy in there. And, like, we went, like, maybe, like, the day before Christmas Eve. And literally, it was crazy busy. But they also have, like, Italian imported goods, like, panettone and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. There was a fucking cop in there who was, like, getting, I shit you not, like, two dozen sandwiches. They were putting it in a box for him. And I'm like... At noon, really do. Seriously, they're so crazy. But anyways, the sandwich is like this thick. Mm. And it's on, I get it on milk bread. They have like Dutch crunch, you know, which is like. We're looking at a couple of inches there. Yeah. But, you know, it kind of, you know, your teeth starts to sink down into it. So it's like, ooh, salty meat. Ooh, cool cheese. Ooh, cold vegetables. Like, oh, salty pickle. (laughs) Like, (laughs) and the bread kind of like, you know, kind of sinks down. I don't know. It's a fucking sandwich. They're not doing it, you yeah. know, they're not doing it, you know, Mike's way. They're not putting, like, un- olive oil and, uh, you know, what is it? Oil and vinegar on it or anything. Oil, they, vinegar. They don't do that. But somehow, it is, I want to say it's the most perfect sandwich, but I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I kind of treat it like a, 
I don't know. I think I kind of beefed the whole story up because the place is so old mm. and it's been there for a long time. So I kind of romanticized the sandwich based on the history of the place. Mm. That's I'm, fair. I'm into it. But also the sandwiches are just fucking good. Yeah. We have a bunch of those here in Jersey. We do not have a lot of that so, here in California. Yeah. So to have that and have it there that long, that's awesome. Yes. Okay. That sounds great. It's your turn. All right, I'm talking potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Talking potatoes. So we started making beef for Christmas. And I don't don't love beef, as we may have talked about. I don't like a lot of meat Mm. um, from butchering growing up. So once you see, like, and I know, like, it's just a me thing. But, like, like, I'll have a little meat and I'm good. But I did a really good roast. The roast was very good. It was garlic and anchovies, mm. salt and pepper on the outside, and olive oil on a paste, and you cover it all. That was great. But I really wanted au gratin potatoes. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I always had growing up. Yeah. My, this back to my marriage. My wife does not. She loves whipped potatoes, like, you know, mashed. Absolutely. But like a potato potato... Mm. Like a cooked, like she'll do a baked potato. She likes that. But like sliced and cooked, no. Mm. It's not happening. She doesn't like it at all. So I made, feel like I made mashed potatoes. I made something, right, that I knew she would like. But then for for me, and I am the only one that ate it out of all five of us, <laughs> was this, which I was fine with, it was great, was this potato leek gratin by Melissa Clark in the New York Times. It's super simple. You just one eighth inch cut on the mandolin, cut the potatoes down. Yukon Gold is what I used. Stack those into uh, a, a casserole dish. And then you infuse thyme and garlic into heavy cream mm-hmm. with a bay leaf in there as well. A little bit of nutmeg. Pour it over your potatoes to cover. And then on top, gruyere. Mm-hmm. Shredded gruyere. Cover it with foil, bake it for a while, and then take the foil off so the cheese can brown. Perfect. Yum. Perfect. It's perfect. Mm. I put it in the next day. I so it was it was a, a decent size casserole dish, so I don't know, like eight, nine inches wide. I did I I <laughs> ate uh two thirds of it. <laughs> it had a tiny bit of meat and a whole lot of potatoes. Yeah. And uh, the next day, I put the rest of it into an omelet and made that. Oh, it was just, come on. It was beautiful. Wow. What's the matter beautiful. with your family? What are they? How do they not like that? I don't know. Wow. They just don't like it. Wow. Hmm. Which is fine. What better for you? Right. Yeah. Okay, I'm Potatoes sensing for me. that you don't eat out a lot. No. Okay. I literally just got that from this because... Lori and I are like, oh, <laughs> whatever we ate with food, somebody made it. You're like, I'm making kimchi short ribs. I made fucking best thing I had was this other shit that I fucking made. Like, how come you don't go out to eat that much? Oh, we can afford that. <laughs> <laughs> As a family of five. What a, oh, oh my God, what no. a concise response. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Cannot afford that. No. Okay. Can't, won't. Yeah. Can't, Can't won't. won't. Okay. 
can't afford it, won't afford it. As Lori knows, we'll, we'll budget something pretty hardcore, and I'm like, I, I cannot do this. Like, it's over my budget. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Mm. No. Okay, but then do you ever go off on your own and go eat out hmm. by yourself? No. Is that something that you crave? No. What is going on? <laughs> What if I crave something? I'll just go. I'll say to my wife, like, "Let's go," but it will be very infrequent that we go out. Not food that you crave. Uh, oh, the life. The whole thing of dining by yourself and being yeah. by yourself. Well, if I work, if I travel for work, yeah, I'm I'm alone quite a bit in the evenings. But that so, moment isn't something that you crave, though. You're like, you know what? I could really use some me time. No. This what is kind Chris's of sick are you? What's happening? <laughs> no, I, uh, no. I'm, no. You prefer the company of other people? What the fuck is wrong with you? I, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you crave it? Do you like me time? Ileana, yes. is that a big thing for you? I'm an only yeah. child of a single oh. parent household. Yeah. It's literally all I know. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know, like growing up, I had my cousins, you know, but then... They are, you know, three and six and nine years ahead of me, you know. So when I was like 14, they're already like, you know, literally like yeah. teenage debauchery. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was I was literally on my own and my mom was working a lot. So I was at home a lot. It was just me like, hey, look, at, I'm I'm here. <laughs> That's it. So it's all I know. Hmm. Lori, are you a me time person? Definitely, yeah. I I I feel like when I go out, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to have like three days to recover from having been around people. Absolutely. I did this thing to myself a few weeks ago where I scheduled a lunch and then a meeting and then a dinner, and I got home and I was like, I I was like cross-eyed with fatigue. I was just like, I felt like I had been doing drugs, even though I had not been doing drugs. So, yeah, I mean, I grew up with, you know, with one sister, uh, you know, I was, but I was, I liked to be alone a lot as a kid. And now definitely, I mean, one of the, let me talk about my divorce again. <laughs> one of the, you know, <laughs> many true. advantages of being divorced is that, um, you know, I get a lot of fucking time alone. I mean, our son goes back and mm, forth between our households. Yeah. So half of each week I'm, I'm solo. Yeah. I miss him, but um, I also really oh, like course. to just be able to watch Real Housewives <clears throat> of New York Ultimate Girls Trip without somebody asking <laughs> if they can play PS4. I love that you're using this time in a beautiful yeah. way. That's yeah, really very solo for me. Growing. Hey, let's get into uh, what, are, what are we watching? Quick round of what are we watching? Lori, I know you got a list of things. What are you watching? I just watched Saltburn last night. What? Yeah, I think we're going to watch tonight. What a piece of shit. <laughs> really? Oh, I can't wait. It is, yeah. My, I wasn't going to watch it because I read the reviews and then my friend Jessica was like, I feel like, yes, it's a terrible movie, but there's some, you're going to love it and please send me your reactions as you're watching it. So because I had a friend who knows me who was like, you should watch it anyway. I enjoyed, I was wait, I was like, all right, let's see what the fucked up parts are. And there are some fucked up parts. And I enjoyed sure. writing my reactions to her in text. But like, it's a piece of shit. It really is. I can't wait. It's not I, good. I like Emerald Fennell, if that's her name. Yeah, I, th- I, I really like liked like the previous one. Uh, uh, yeah. Promising young Promising young woman, woman. woman. Uh, yeah. but I did not. I did not enjoy this film. But I enjoyed the okay. the couple of weird parts. 
a spoiler. I just want to see Barry Keoghan's hog. Like, let's just watch. Him <laughs> I'm dance not around. sure that's, that's his it. hog. Let's see. I think that is a hog uh, that, that lives. Prosthetics it lives are great. In a prop closet. Great. Yeah. Great, Eliana. What are you watching? Um, I'm not watching anything. I don't really watch much TV. In fact, I will. I'm not gonna watch Saltburn. There's too much hype <laughs> okay. around it. If there's a lot of hype around something, I already know I'm probably not gonna like it, and I'm just not gonna watch it just based out of spite. Like I'm not hopping on the yeah. wagon with you, fucking people. I'm I, good. I feel that you guys can go off and get corralled on the truck. I'm just gonna stand here and watch you guys go off mm-hmm. into the distance. It's all good. Um. I think the most recent thing that I watched that's now over is that Julia series. Did you watch it? I did. With um, oh god, what's her name? She was in Happy Valley. Ah, I forgot yeah. her name. The British actress. You're talking about. What did you think? Um, you know, it was a not for it was a not for me thing. I just saw it and I said I can't, I won't be watching that. So I'm interested to. Once I'm pulled in, take. I will watch it to the end, even if I don't like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I don't know. I can't. I don't know why I'm like that. I'm like I can't leave it alone. If I, it's got, I don't know. I'm too deep in, man. Like I gotta see this through. It yeah. was okay. Like I'm not sure how much of it though. I know they use a lot of like creative license. I don't know how much is fiction. And how much does not, you know what I mean? And that's the part that I really don't like. I know that they definitely covered more things than any of the other series about Julia, for sure. But I don't know how much of it is, like, sensationalized. Are you mad that you gave it your time? Or are you not mad that you gave it your time? I'm indifferent. I'm definitely not mad, though. Okay. All right. That that fills a need, right? Sometimes you just need something to watch. But I just don't really watch that much TV. I don't really find that there's that much good TV on, to be honest. Hmm. Fair. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm going to recommend something that is definitely worth your time. Bodies on Netflix. Absolutely loving it. It is based on a graphic novel. And it takes place... um, Four different detectives investigating a body um, that ends up in the same place during four different time periods it's it's great i just really am loving it it's it's artfully and artistically done really interesting and it's a good it's good for just your brain or not wow anyway i really really have enjoyed it highly recommend that bodies just bodies not bodies 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 it's not bodies 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 (laughs) Uh, that's a different movie that's a movie. This yeah. is a miniseries just called Bodies. Bodies. Great. Oh, and it took us a little while to figure out, but there's a little clue in the opening credits. Um, when they do the the title sequence, uh-huh. Bodies, right? Right when it hits the end of it, there's always a tiny bit of a clue of something to be watching for mm. during the episode. Cool. Might be a chocolate bar. Might be a number. Might <laughs> be a chocolate bar. It might be a chocolate bar. I was like, is that a chocolate bar? It's the first time I noticed it. And my wife was like, I don't, who cares? And then it was like, oh, that's a chocolate bar uh, toward the end of the episode. Okay. With that, should we say goodbye? Should, yeah, I got to go to the fucking sea. Ileana, we got to promo you. We got to promo the hell out of you. Your cookbook, Diasporican, is wonderful. It sits here in my office um, right below Lori's book. Um so Lori sits on top of your book. It's a beautiful book. It's been out for a while. It was on the bear. It was featured in the background of the bear. Oh, yeah. And well, one of one for sure. The, one of the greatest shows. Yes. 
There you go. <laughs> there you go. So there's our second bear reference for today. Uh, what else can we do to promote you? Your newsletter? Yes, please. My okay, so newsletter subscribers you got Sunset? tiny little books this year for the first time. My paid subscribers of my newsletter on Substack. They got little cookbooklets called Cali Rican. Yep. I'm just holding like, it up. Lori's holding hers up. A little it's 10 recipes put into one little booklet just for them. My little show of gratitude. Amazing. Amazing. Where else can we find you and what else can we do to promote you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, which I don't really use that much. Instagram and TikTok at Eat Gorda Eat. Absolutely. Great. Lori, what can we do to promote you? Uh, pretty much Instagram. Uh, right now it's Lori Willever, and I am starting to, uh, I'm one of the writers that's kicking off a new, uh, I guess it's a newsletter. It's called Flaming Hydra. It's a collective of 60 writers, uh, putting together monthly, uh, submissions. Uh, to, so I think you get a daily, if you sign up, you get a daily dispatch that's got like two, maybe two, uh, pieces of writing from one of 60 writers of which I am one of them. Uh, there are people who are a lot better than me on the list. Uh, flaming Hydra. It's a new kind of, uh, collective model of people getting paid, uh, for their writing. So I am, I think it, and it's debuts in February. So Google it, uh, sign up for a subscription. I believe it's free, but that doesn't seem right because we are supposed to get paid. So I don't know. <laughs> All right, so sign up and, and figure it out. Maybe there's a Lori get paid. Maybe there's a free. Lori, who's better than you? You said there are lots of people better uh, than you. Like name one person better than you. Who's better Tom than Tom Skoka? Okay, yeah, Tom Skoka. Yeah. I'm not sure he's better well, than you. Anybody else better than you? I, I'm sure there are lots of people. I actually okay, cannot but at, at least Tom at this moment think of. <laughs> that's uh, All right, at least Tom Skoka is better than you, according to you. I think that's debatable. I think you're both great. Uh, You can find me on Instagram. Instagram? I'm sometimes there posting pictures of my dog. Uh, Drive in, get a Coke, which is, I'm told, by Helen Cho, the best Instagram handle out there. Wow. Wow. Okay. Nice. So... You don't fuck around with Helen. If Helen says it's the best Instagram handle, I'm sorry, folks. I won. So follow me at Drive In Get a Coke. And I think that's it. I think that's it. Ileana, I'm so glad I finally got to meet you in person. Well, you know, in person on Zoom. Yes. Same. And thanks for joining us. What? And thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Jelly beans. I didn't. Oh, hey, everybody. This is Carb Face. It is a podcast. We literally so thank you didn't so much for joining us. I'm, I'm Chris Thornton. And I'm Lori Oliver. And our guest was. Ileana Masonette. Thanks for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having me. Okay. Absolutely. See you, everybody. Bye. Bye.